Okay, high time now for our tune of the week. Come on, let's go. This is the Media Industry Guru Show, the show that exposes you to entertainment, music, film, TV, and tech. We're online 24-7, 24-7. You're listening to the hottest internet station. Hello and welcome back to the Media Industry Guru Podcast. And today I'm here with a professional who just started his career in the music business, but is a creator and founder of a nonprofit organization within the music business called The Fam. It started when he was in college at the University of Southern California, and it has expanded to a 501c3 status. This is incredible. He expanded it just from a class idea project, then it grew to a club, then it grew to a nonprofit. He also on the side is a junior account manager at top drawer merch so he's working in a multitude of hats within the music industry had four internships in college and today we are going to interview him his name is aaron rouse and he's a recent grad of the university of southern california and here he's going to share his creation of the fam what inspired him to do it and his tools and tips for pursuing this music and entertainment industry. Hey, Aaron, welcome to the Media Industry Guru Podcast. Very excited to hear about your background coming from USC, exploring the music industry, as well as creating this engaging platform called The Fam. So to get started, tell us about what made you come to California to pursue this business versus staying in Chicago or going to New York City. Sure. Well, I grew up around music and when I was going off to school, I knew that I wanted to be able to work in music and explore music and go to concerts. But at the time, I didn't know how big of a role I wanted it to play. Music program, it was based in Los Angeles which had opportunities for music and really everything. And it allowed me to start taking business classes right right away. Okay. And my goal was to give myself an understanding of the basic business world and apply that to whatever I wanted to and whatever I came across throughout my college experience and my first semester at USC I took fundamentals of the music industry and songwriting one just to see if I wanted to go more creative or more business Mm -hmm. and ended up loving both of them and took them both on as minors so that allowed me to take pick and choose different music classes that I wanted to take music history classes Mm-hmm. and music technology classes and music theory classes in addition to the regular business classes I was taking. And I don't really pretty much every industry in Los Angeles, particularly in the music industry. And it's where 90 plus percent of my social and professional circle mm. still is. So I love Chicago and I go and visit as much as I can, but I think professionally and long-term, 
LA is where I'm gonna find myself. You explored in two different minors, the singing and songwriting process and then the business side of things. So mm-hmm. you're also done choir and acapella. Probably you explored a little bit of that in college, right? And then what made you decide to transition to more of the business aspects even further? <laughs> it's funny. I consider myself someone who is slightly average to slightly below average to slightly above average in <laughs> a lot of different things. Um, and when it comes to the creative side of music, I probably tend to err on the you know, slightly below average. Um, I realized that, didn't get my heart broken or anything, but I knew that it was something, I played a little guitar, I sang in choir, I sang in acapella groups in high school, and I thought I wanted that to play a bigger role once I went to college, but it didn't work out that way. And, Mm -hmm. you know, I saw it as a blessing in disguise to take my time and energy elsewhere. And I did. You also interned in a few different sectors within the music business at small local mom and pop shops. You also interned at Live Nation. So tell us about those eclectic experiences and what were some of the takeaways? I had, I think, four unpaid internships while I was a student. Wow. And which is probably pretty average from what I've spoken to people about my peers and other professionals that I've spoken to. And my goal was always to get the most holistic experience, even coming before the internships, concert promotion company and a management company. Okay. And I really enjoyed the management stuff. So I started to dive a little bit into that. Um, But by my final semester at USC, I had only interned at small, like 10, 15 person companies. So I wanted to work at Live Nation to get end of the spectrum to mm-hmm. get an idea of what it's like to work in a massive corporation in a company that has so many ties to the music industry in a lot of different ways. Mm-hmm. And it, it could have been the division I was in. It could have been a broader experience for Live Nation or massive corporations, but I didn't enjoy it as much as I thought I would because I was too far removed from the music. I was working in media and sponsorships. Mm. So I was working, I mean, obviously Live Nation owns a million venues. So helping them procure research and I was putting together decks. Mm -hmm. One of the coolest projects that I got to work on, they had a partnership with Wix.com. Okay. And they had a basically it was a contest and they said any musician that has a website on wix.com can mm-hmm. submit to go on tour with one of our artists or one of our gotcha. venues okay i forgot exactly how it worked but i got to listen to all those submissions and i got mm-hmm. to pick my top 10 or 20 or whatever it was and the eventual winner ended up being in that. So that was wow. That was pretty cool for me to be able to have a small say and touch to mm-hmm. what I was working on while I was there. So I think my skill sets that I was able to take away from there were broader than just media and sponsorships. So I'm definitely mm-hmm. grateful that okay. I took that experience and I was able to 
meet those people and gain you know obviously having live nation on your resume is going to be a good thing but yeah i was hoping going into my last semester interning there that it would transition into more of a full-time job and it was a combination of not really having any openings and not really wanting to stay in that department so i ended mm -hmm. up uh taking some time to really figure out how i wanted to start my career after that mm -hmm. and i mentioned before you know when i was interning in the management side of things i was really interested in that so i did a little bit of managing artists on my own i worked with okay. another artist manager trying to help him build his roster mm -hmm. and learned a lot from him and learned a lot by doing that on my own and that's something that i can see myself continuing to do mm -hmm. in the long run but not currently working with any artists in that sense right now so now currently you're the president and founder of the fan music as well as another thing you've developed is being in a junior account manager role for top drawer merch so first mm -hmm. i want to talk about um this vision that you created the fam you're the founder of it so tell us kind of an elevator pitch of what it is and what made you motivated to start this did you have any mentors yeah i had i had some mentors um i don't know if there's one specific person that i can point to that has helped me throughout the way but rather a lot of different people that I've gotten advice from and gotten some feedback from and just generally made to feel better. Um, so I'm definitely appreciative of the mentors in my life and, and always will be. I, I wouldn't be nearly where I am without them. But when I was at USC, I was taking entrepreneurship classes and that was where the fam was born mm -hmm. out of this idea that pretty simply, it's hard to get a job in the music industry. The music industry is very cutthroat. It's very, there's a lot of toxic issues that we're dealing with every day. And there seems to be a lot of nepotism, you know, it's who do you know? Who, <laughs> who knows you? Know you? versus what you know, yeah. Right. Um, and I was really inspired by the USC alumni network, which is mm -hmm. called the Trojan family. Mm -hmm. hence the fam and mm, okay there is a very beautiful notion in the trojan family with 300,000 plus living alumni across the world mm -hmm. that no matter who you are no matter what year you graduated how long you were there mm -hmm. what you studied you could you'd have zero mutual connections to someone but because you're a part of this same community you want to see them be successful. You want to see them be happy and share sources and opportunities and even relationships for that yeah. to happen for yourself and for the other people in your community. And mm -hmm. I really believe that the music industry should be the same way. Mm -hmm. You know, we should be sharing our successes. We should be sharing our opportunities with each other because the music industry is not a zero sum game as some people seem to believe, you know, just mm -hmm. because you're successful doesn't mean that I can't be successful too. And the fam has always been about making the music industry more accessible, mm -hmm. more collaborative, as opposed to the unhealthy competitive barriers that we see. And at the end of the day, more mentally healthy. Mm. And so you pair 
um, students, with mentors, and it kind of creates that relationship with a mentor. The mentee gives back, the mentor gives back. What have been some of the best experiences from a mentee standpoint from when they give you feedback saying, oh, this was very rewarding um, being a part of this organization on USC's campus. And does that like give you any like kind of just like inspiration uh, being a motivator for others, essentially? Yeah, absolutely. You know, we we started as an entrepreneurship project Mm -hmm. and then we became a club at USC, which allowed us to host educational panels and workshops and social events to bring people in the room together to spark these relationships with peers and Mm. other music industry professionals and the goal has always been to emphasize the importance of building long-term symbiotic relationships so Mm -hmm. you mentioned with respect to the mentorship the mentee can be just as valuable to the mentor yeah you just have to be open to it and i think that's Mm -hmm something that I've been pushing and something that is a core value in our mentorship program. Mm -hmm. But I'm really just shooting for win-win opportunities or even better, you know, (laughs) win-win-win, however many parties are involved. So it makes me feel really good and it inspires me to keep going and invigorates me to, to build that energy when a perfect example, recently one of the members was talking to a partner at an agency. Mm. Um, the member happened to be the president of the USC club chapter a couple years ago. So she was very familiar with the organization mm. and she was able to speak to this partner at the agency because he was looking for assistance to hire. And wow. she recommended the fam. So I got connected with, with this partner and he asked for recommendations and I gave him recommendations. So mm-hmm. now this fan member wins because she looks good by connecting with mm-hmm. the music industry professional with someone that yeah. can help them. The professional, the agency looks good because now they have an organization that they can connect with and candidates for them. Mm-hmm. And okay. the fan members that I'm suggesting they're winning because now they're getting new opportunities yeah. wins all me, around <laughs> and me and the fam are winning because now we are gaining credibility as an organization. So that situation where I or the organization don't really get much out of other than creating these opportunities for different parties, mm. I actually get a lot of value in personally. And and that's, it's stuff like that, that really drives me to, to keep doing it. And my goal is to, create as many opportunities for as many different people as possible. Do you think this also kind of goes hand in hand, creating this brand, the fam kind of goes hand in hand with you coming from Chicago, kind of having that open mindset, traveling to LA, because when I've heard from other people that have been on my podcast, when they travel for school or for some sort of um, just adventure, it opens their horizons a lot more. Yeah, I, I love Los Angeles. Um, but I'm really grateful that I was able to grow up in Chicago in the Midwest where people are very down to earth, people are very open. And that's not to say that that's not the case in Los Angeles, but I think being able to take the humility and down to earth personality that I 
gained by growing up mm -hmm. in Chicago and planting that with myself in LA has allowed me to continue to take these core values and spread it when, you know, maybe people who grew up here, obviously these are generalizations, but you know, maybe <laughs> people who grew up here don't have that same down to earth or humility mm -hmm. and they are ingrained. They have this general music industry, maybe even general LA professional <laughs> sense of, you know, grind, 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 you know, focus on myself. And that's great, you know, and that, you know, it takes a lot of that energy to be successful. But, you know, I want to be able to do that while also sharing that mentality with other people. Yeah, you have that happy medium where you think about others and then you also help yourself. So it's kind of a win-win uh, all around, as you mentioned again. Now that the FAM is a nonprofit, right? Uh, so I'm assuming you probably had to go through a lot of grant writing process to get your uh, status as a nonprofit, right? What was that process like from transitioning it to basically a club on campus to this whole big organization? Sure. So we have been very fortunate in that our roots as a club meant we had previous history running the organization with little to no budget. So when we became a nonprofit, we didn't need to raise a ton of money because we knew how to do at the bare minimum what we wanted to achieve, the value that we wanted to share with mm -hmm. our members at little to no cost. So okay. I actually haven't done any grant mm. writing. I haven't done a ton of fundraising, but we've done <laughs> enough to keep us going. And we view every event that we host as a fundraising opportunity. You know, even if we're bringing in $100, that $100 is going to allow us to host more events and bring more people together. But the process to becoming a 501c3 is a long one, um, <laughs> yeah. but fortunately for the scale that we're building and starting at, we were able to take advantage of the the smaller, there's basically two, there's the easy one, which is like three pages for the application. And then there's mm -hmm. the normal one, which is like 40 pages. So it was a, a more streamlined process, but it did involve a lot of documentation and building a board of directors bringing on people that share this vision mm -hmm. that really truly are just good people who care about others and the music industry and the future of the music industry. Now you're also running this organization, helping out people from the ground up, but also are pursuing an opportunity at Top Drawer Merch. So tell us about the company, what your day-to-day -day is like as a junior account manager. When I graduated, I really wanted a job in the music industry, just like most of us, you know, mm -hmm. I spent a lot of time trying to figure out what I wanted to do, different paths I wanted to explore. Mm -hmm. But through my experience at USC, I realized that the music industry is all connected and that any experience I got was going to be good experience. So as I mentioned earlier, I worked with a manager. 
I had done a couple different things on my own working freelance events, but didn't really get a full-time opportunity to work in music until a couple months ago. So my music industry job search from college to what I feel like is really starting my career was about four years. Um, wow. And I say that to hopefully inspire people that it doesn't happen so quickly for everyone. In it's fact, not linear. You know, it's not linear. And there are a lot of different paths to where you want to find yourself. I was interning for a music tech startup for a couple of months at the end of 2019, right before the pandemic hit. And then I lost my job at the beginning of the pandemic because they were very focused on bars and restaurants and basically every business that shut down. And through that time, I was fortunate enough to have the time and energy to start the FAM as a nonprofit. A couple months ago, I got my first opportunity to work full-time in music and it's it's been a blessing. I'm really excited to be able to work with some of my favorite artists. So the company Top Drawer Merch is a full service merch company that produces art and everything from t-shirts to long sleeves to sweatpants to leggings to jerseys to bucket hats to basically anything wow. that an artist could sell and make money from mm -hmm. with their fan base. So as an account manager, I am kind of the center of every department. So I work with the management team from the artist. I work with the production team on our end. I work with our designers. I work with our accounting team. I work with, who else do I work with? Basically just playing the connector between everyone to make sure that all of the details from one party are going to the next party and things are staying in the right timeline. And I got really lucky coming in the way that our company is set up. We have different pods and my pod has some of my favorite artists. I get to work with Alice in Wonderland and Elenium, wow, um, some really exciting EDM artists that I had been following for years and I've seen live a couple times. And now to be able to work with their team has definitely invigorated me. One of your kind of mottos that you go to is you're invigorated by creating memories for yourself and for others. So it's really mm -hmm. great to hear that you have both aspects um, from being an account manager and then being the founder of an organization that helps uplift a whole community that's passionate about this business. So any upcoming goals that you have in mind for yourself, personally, professionally, or for the industry? I know you're starting a new chapter of the fam. You want to do 10,000 push-ups and read a book a month. Yeah, at the beginning <laughs> of 2020, I, even before the pandemic, so the timing actually worked out pretty well, I wanted to start building better habits for myself. Mm -hmm. So that has bled into every aspect of my life. Um, that's where the push-ups comes in. I wanted to start doing 50 push-ups a day. I wanted to start reading a little bit every day. Admittedly, had not been much of a reader for much of my teenage and adult life, and I wanted to change that. So I decided to just start reading. 
and I read some really interesting business and psychology and music industry books, some great fiction. You mentioned the chapter, so we still have the USC chapter of the organization and the goal is to launch our second chapter in LA this year, whether it's going to be at Musicians Institute or UCLA or CSUN. Mm. We're not sure yet. We're working on all those avenues, but the goal really is to continue to build these communities within the organization and allow them to build their own traditions and mm -hmm. uh, host their own events and run fairly autonomously while also continuing to represent the missions and values of the organization. You're expanding this organization on a California scale. Do you hope to implement this at other universities, even in Chicago, where you're from? Yes, absolutely. I would love to have a chapter at every music program in the country, but Right now, my short-term goal is to start in LA just because that's where 90 plus percent of the network currently is. So as we continue to expand our reach, as we continue to bring new people into the organization, we're gonna be able to have resources for people in cities like New York, Miami, Chicago, Nashville. But right now, I know a few people, you know, our, our network knows a few people, but not to the point where as an organization, we feel comfortable building and putting our boots on the ground. It looks like you're doing great things with the fam, expanding that, and then also your side hustle, working for Top Tour merch. We're gonna get into a little bit of trivia. Um, we're gonna get into music industry trivia. I know um, you wanted a test. Yeah, um, for that. So we'll get right into it. It will involve a little bit of your music industry background, uh, your minor. Right. So first question, during what quarter is it thought to be most difficult to launch a new artist? One, two, three, or four? Probably four. Yep. You got it. What organization certifies gold and platinum records? That would be the RIAA. Yeah. How long does a normal copyright last? 72 years pretty close yeah 70 years 70, author's life 70? plus 70 years 70 i knew it was sorry professor <laughs> what is an all rights deal an all rights deal yeah like a 360 deal yeah it's when usually it's coming from a label who's gonna take a percentage of basically every dollar that you bring in whether it's from merch Mm -hmm. Whether it's from radio play, whether it's from streaming, yep. whether it's from touring, whatever that might be. And what is a mechanical royalty? Mechanical royalty is a royalty paid out to the artist when their song gets played. Yep. And then last question. How many major labels are there right now? And what are the major labels? Well, I'm, I'm assuming you're referring to Sony, Warner, and Universal. Yep. <laughs> but then it depends what your definition of major is. You could potentially include The Orchard, although that's probably not considered. That's uh, under major. the so Sony branch, I think. Yeah. Is that under the Sony? That's right. Yeah. There's all these uh, subsidiaries and umbrellas that all the three labels, like they're like the tree and it, the tree diagram that you see in mm -hmm. college. <laughs> mm -hmm. Well, awesome. Um, anything else exciting announcements? Anything we else? are 
going to be relaunching our mentorship program, which I'm really excited about. We talked a little bit about that. You know, our goal for that program is really just to be a microcosm of our values as an organization. You know, we want people to be building long-term symbiotic relationships with their mentors and be able to build Mm -hmm. a community within the mentorship cohort that we're going to be building. And we're going to be launching that very shortly. Awesome. Um, Just excited to bring people together. Maybe something besides the fam. Um, I'm going to a music festival. Mm, Which one? Uh, I'm going to Innings Festival Mm. in Phoenix. Okay. Um, Yeah. I'm going to go see Tame Impala for the first time. And I'm, I'm very excited. It's a really small festival, which I think will be better because then <laughs> it'll be a smaller crowd and everyone's going to be more into it and intimate and be more um, amped up. Yeah. More amped very exciting. Up. Yeah. Well, congratulations, Aaron, on all that you've accomplished thus far in your endeavors within the music industry, including the fan music top drawer merch and all the internships you acquired at USC and just how you bring this to a whole community of people that want to aspire to be in this business. So congratulations and best of luck furthering uh, the music industry. I really appreciate it. Thanks for your time. Thank you for tuning in to this week's episode of the Media Industry Guru podcast. Check out the Instagram at Media Industry Guru for all the details on the latest and coolest, I mean coolest, upcoming episodes that you will hear. Email at Media Industry Guru podcast at gmail.com for any other interviews that you would like to hear or if you would like to be on the air and give a little promo or talk about yourself or just even chat with me because you know I'm I'm doing this. I'm invested in this. And tune in weekly 6 p.m. Pacific, 9 p.m. Eastern on Tuesdays on the Anchor app, Spotify, Stitcher, Pocket Cast, Breaker, and many more streaming platforms. Thanks again for all of the support and peace out and let's rock and roll.